No, yeah, I don't want to see the movie. I, we're going to see it 3 o'clock tomorrow, and everyone, fucking some CJ, girlfriend, right? Hadn't seen Star Wars ever. Any of them. Yeah. Everybody under the sun who she tries to make an argument against this rips her a new one because, no, there is no excuse. You don't have to like them, which makes you wrong, but for us to be right, there's got to be someone who disagrees. Democratic not process. You know, wrong. they're not great. I prefer Star Trek no matter what. Like, end of day. But... I love science fiction, so within the vein of science fiction, make more of those to make me more good science fiction. Not saying that is good, I just love science fiction. But she'd never seen them. Finally got her to see them. She's watched them. She's had the perk of not knowing anything. She just goes, oh, that looks like a guy from Star Wars. But that's it. Like, Vader, the I love you, I know. She's heard them, seen the memes, but along the line of me not seeing Doctor Who, going, Whatever. I get none of the internet right now. And then I saw it, and I was like, I get the internet. That's how I feel about not watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I feel like there's a lot. The winter is coming, I get out of context. Because they're cold zombies, whatever, I don't care. Like, I just don't. I have no desire. Fantasy doesn't do it for me. I imagine it's great. I could watch it, and I would fall in love with it. Cool. It's hard for me to get in fantasy. But her with Star Wars, she hadn't seen them and had no prior, like, I saw one as a kid or anything. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, if you watch them, watch them through the unique lens of one through six. You know, like, they are terrible movies. One, two, and three. I was like, they are bad. But you don't realize that until you see four, five, and six and go, holy fuck, even with their worst technology... These are somehow worse yeah. than thirty-year year old they're movies. They're definitely worse, but they're I'm not all saying bad. They're not great because, like, even rewatching them, I'm like, I love them in terms of what yeah. they are, what they hold up as mythology within the vein of science fiction. They are in the pantheon. They are part of the Mount Rushmore mythology. Well, that's because they're a summary of the previous pantheon. Oh, yeah, no, exactly, 100%. They, all they are is retelling of every old yeah. mythology ever. Because that's what they all are. And they are a new they gods. they got started as a new base. But it just... Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Empire is perfect. Oh, Not even going to well, complain about no, Empire. But the, the best part is, she saw 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, so I need to watch 4, 5, and 6. Her problem is, is she has an interesting difficulty understanding time jumps. She's such a... When she reads her book, she likes a lot of those vampire-esque novels and stuff. But the, the way she's... They're linear. They are book to book to book to book to book to book. Yeah. This one ends, this one begins, this one ends. So having a time jump, even in her books, confuses her because the character shift. You know? Like, she just has a difficulty remembering that. Yeah. So when she sees A New Hope, she's like, wait, so what the fuck's going on? Like, where is the connection between revenge and yeah hope. that's a bizarre and it is and it is because and so she had a weird take on it she's like why why is there a jump of 20 years or 19 <coughs> years because luke is 19 so i'm like so i had to explain it to her, i'm like you got to remember they, they are sagas so one two and three is a saga yeah four five six are a saga and then seven through nine will be the conclusion of the main saga Large this one. this larger arc of a story but they are done in three sections. As yeah. a, they are one, two, three chapter, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The gap is that time has passed. So the bad guys win. You have to establish the new order that they have of the Empire. And now there is a resistance, the remnants of the Senate that you saw 
at the with the that were were there in the the it was like they're all political and shit. You saw mm-hmm. this stuff growing. How did the empire get to where it's at? There you go. Granted, I would make a better emperor than the emperor. George Lucas can't write for shit, and I don't no. care what anyone says. No, he is a bad writer. I could write a better movie. I'm poor. He made fifty four billion dollars, so no. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Whatever. He inspired but, the right people. Yeah, he, he yes, he can inspire people, but he cannot make a good movie, and he cannot write. End Oops. of story. I could be a better Emperor Palpatine than Emperor Palpatine. The reason... Our children, my son, who is obsessed with the dark side, would out Palpatine Palpatine and not be a bad guy. Oh, I'm not even going to get started on Drea. And Drea, she'd be like, really, a galaxy? I mean, if you want to underachieve. Yeah. Like, she would. She was like, the universe? Multiverse? I mean, hey, we all want to be an underachiever out here, right? That's what we're all doing. The multiverse. She would create her own multiverse. Drea is Barbados. She is like the bat god of like, there's a reason why you don't want a bat god, bat hand. She is that. You don't want it. Because you're like, just don't let her have it. Don't don't give her the idea that she could be that. No. I'm just saying our kids would be better emperors controlling the galaxy than a guy who wrote the bad guy of Star Wars. I mean... What can you expect when the Jedi are also utterly incompetent? Well, and and this is the best part. Yoda's the worst. So she, so she'd watch them, and she has a very emotional lens to what we see. We get emotional through fake stuff. Real world things are weird and hard for us. No, honestly, let's chalk it up to some kind of psychosis. Let's be real. Mild sociopathy. There's a lot. There's a lot that that happened. Yeah, but we don't connect that way. But even then, we connect through our, our stories. Our stories connect us to humanity. Yeah. If we're going to be really dark about ourselves as people, right? You could argue that that is us emotionally. Yeah. Other than that, we're pretty stoic fucking people, and we try to be rational. So, for her, it is an emotional story. Something that I don't yeah. get the way she's emotional. Because she is following the people we follow the like the story yeah. of these people she is invested in the individual it's we are invested kind of, in, it's, it kind of makes sense as a soap it does and when you i watched four and five with her or, uh five and six with her through a different lens mm-hmm. because i i'm just like oh no this is fu- it's fucking space lasers and yeah. robots and like lasers you know every time fucking vader shows up I know people love the music and the score and everything. Four songs does not make... Oh, not even that. Four scores do mm. not make shit. Yes, yeah. the the Star Wars theme, the Rebel theme, Everyone and the, would hate the those Imperial. movies without that music. Absolutely. No, those the music makes those movies and yeah. vice versa. Vader walking down a hallway just going clop, 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 clop with Stormtroopers without the, the, the music as background noise mm-hmm. is terrible. However, they literally sit there and every time Vader shows up, Empire thing. Empire. Like, you could sit there and go, Empire, Empire. Like, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's coming out of his chest plate. Like, everyone's like, I love being on Vader's personal detail. He's Good job. Benefits are yeah. better. But every fucking time, <laughs> he walks into a room, son of a bitch needs a smoke machine, and maybe, I hate carrying it. Maybe it's how, so, how he prevents people from listening to his breathing. Breathing, yeah. Like, no, and you know they're like, you know, and they're sitting there after hours and they're like, and they think we can't hear. We can hear your breathing, sir. Yeah. Like, you, so. you know it's that. But she had this unique lens of like, she's like, I don't get, because she was emotionally invested in Padme and Anakin. 
Now they're gone. Like in terms of like individuals, not the relationship. Because she's like, their relationship isn't good. Relationship. Yeah, right. Like you know, weird. You're like, so no, time right. jump. No one's gonna address this. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Like even in space, you could have just said she. They are humanoids from two different planets. They orbit their parent stars differently, so they age at a different rate. Some bullshit. Star Wars in parsec being a distant of he's a measurement. Eight, but wrong. he's been alive for. 30, 40 years for a time. Yeah. Whatever. No. And they just brush it off. No, fuck you. No. Fuck you, you she piece of shit. fell in love with a seven-year-old. Yep. No Call deal. it what it is. Call it what it is, right? I I found out recently that I've always gotten Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman oh, oh, because, yeah, because, because of, of that movie. She's in it, though, right? Isn't she one of Kira is the body, the, double. the body double. Yeah, I right? never went back and put that together, but I to this day... Can't can tell you which one, one is which. which. Yeah, cause, no, because they're the same. Yeah, yeah, no, they're totally the same. It's like Avril Lavigne being dead and having a clone. It falls within like that thing. You're like, nah, that's probably real though. Like, let's go with it. We live in a strange Although, universe. Who would bother cloning Avril Lavigne? I guess it's her body double. People are saying like, there's a whole new conspiracy esque thing where she died in an accident that people know that she was in, but her body double looks like her. So like the album that came out sounded entirely different. She broke up with. Her boyfriend at the time, the band split like a whole. Yeah, but like, it doesn't even like, make sense. It is so many coincidences that happened within a relatively short period of time where you're like, I mean, probably not. Though going from assuredly not, I could to rewrite your that. life just, just the same as way. easily, right? Though, yeah, there's someone out there who, when people go, "Hey, are you this guy I know's brother, or do you know so and so, or you look like a guy I met in some place?" Happens all the time. There is another me running around. I have a fucking Highlander of me who I must kill it's weird. to One get the power. In high school, I had a teacher, like I talked to you about, mm-hmm. fucking running and whatever the bullshit excuse was, and like a teacher assigned an assignment to this guy that she thought was me. See, that's weird. In our high school. Yeah. See, that's weird. And you never see said person. No, this person I mean, doesn't I exist. I also never met you. Yeah, in the same cool, school, same or, building, or Justin, yeah. for yeah. that matter. Yeah, yeah. and Jerome, none of them will yeah. use or like barely in passing at best. No, I. But, it took me like eight or nine years to meet Jarrell, someone mm, I went to school, school with, with every single day, yeah. who is friends with all of my friends. Man. Yeah, never met him. That's like, what's I weird. Like when you see it on Facebook, and it's like you have forty-seven friends in common. How have I not met this person? No, it doesn't make it any doesn't sense. Doesn't remotely. I knew everyone in high school. I thought. Yeah. Nope. Not one. I'm like there are people that are like I remember hardly talk to ever, yeah. but I know them. But it shows the people that go in and out, and you, it doesn't click. It's fucking weird. But no. So trying to do not our off topic because we're all great at it, regardless of the podcast we're doing. Um, we we start five. Yeah. Um, over at her place. Um, and then I had to get back here. I had to go to work. Because, you know, joy of adult life. So she watches five, the rest of five here. And then uh, six at home. Or she watched, yeah, she watched from the, the rest of those two at her place the next day on her day off. And I'm working. And she, and I quote, and for anybody who is a fan of these fucking movies, which there are just moments where it doesn't matter. You're like, nah, but that was pretty dope though. Like, yeah. The I love you, I know is said with such conviction and such, it was such a good line where you're like, that's so badass. Like, if and only you could be that written. guy. And it wasn't, right? And again, if only you could be that guy in that moment, you'd be like, oh, my lady would fucking love the shit out of me for being <laughs> so slick. I want to be that Han Solo. Like, that right there made Han Solo 
Han Solo. Not the terrible father Han Solo. No, no, God, yeah, no, the worst <laughs> person ever, obviously. But she she had heard it, she'd seen it on the internet, but didn't get context. Mm-hmm. So when that scene rolls around, I'm working and all I get is a text message, I love you, I know. And you read it with, she, and she's a very emotionally yeah. oriented person with these individuals, not the story. She gives no fucks about the story, but the individual journey, which is such a weird take that it's hard for me to grasp or under really understand. Because I'm yeah. like, I like the story, but the individuals, rarely do I resonate that way. Like, Doctor Who, because it's an individual story, as the each one is like its own little universe episode yeah i can relate to that episode as the story and the characters in that context like i love demons run because that episode has some of the greatest backgroundy like the um rivers monologue when the demon at demons run a good man goes to war is one of the best things Mm -hmm. anyone has ever put on paper and spoken aloud, and no one else could have said it. Rivers of You know, because of who she is as a character. That's one of the few things that I can emotionally get with these characters because of the yeah. overall story. But for Star Wars, I'm just like, it's fucking Star Wars. Everybody sees Star Wars. Like, we all know it. But she was, like, in love. She loved these people's story individually. That's so weird. And that's weird, right? So she's like, he, for her? And, and she's, like, trying to articulate it. And then she's like, it just ends like that? And she knew, thanks to a guy I work with at one of the other companies, Holden, because we were working, and he's like, you've never seen Star Wars, so you don't know the whole, like, Luke being the son of Vader? She knows none of it. So she's like, she... And then because he spoils it for her, which is weird to think yeah. that someone was spoiled with that, and it's like, what? No, you're fucking the, dumb. The only time spoilers matter is when you're in the middle of watching something. Yeah. Like, the only thing I'm ever ever been angry about being spoiled is I was six episodes away from the end of Frasier and Matt Myra dropped what happens at the end oh. just like you know he moves away blah blah yeah. blah and it's just like six fucking episodes and now it's gone I and had now an hour coming. and a half mine was uh hardball with Keanu Reeves oh that fucking wrecks your soul right yeah that's rough we were For watching it in school yeah, right we were watching it in school and one of the one of my classmates missed the first half. We were splitting it between two days. He had missed the first half. What we're there watching the second half, and he goes, "Oh, is it made it to the part where the little kid dies?" And the whole class, "What the fuck, dude?" And even the teacher, Mister Dial, he's like, "For real? I just bought this movie." And we all were like, "He's like, oh my bad. That is literally yeah. the first and only." spoiler moment I've ever had because I've been really good about not letting things get spoiled but that moment fucking pissed no but she knew that that happened so she knows of the I love you I know she knows of Luke I'm your father knows but not in context so now that she knows she knew that Vader is Anakin she knows that Han we all know that Luke and Leia kiss twice yeah they know in That's in Jedi really in Jedi in context mm, in Jedi she says I've always known I always felt it I knew bitch you kissed him don't, <laughs> yeah, don't. No. that's gross that's that mean, and you know they fucked writing. at least once you know they did they had to have because there's the, the year gaps between the movies it happened before her and Han go together I don't care what anyone says you fucked your sister dude yeah that's probably. fucked up 
fucked up. And you know, and the reason why Luke goes, no, it's like, I bought my sister. It's so fucking gross. It, I don't care. context to yep, the whole thing. It is. It's fucked up. But she's she's watching it. The, the reveal is done. And I'm on the phone with her. And it's in my headset. And I'm working. And and he's doing the whole, um, you want to rest me with the power of the dark side, blah, 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 all the fun stuff. And then he's like, Obi-Wan never told you about your father, blah, blah, blah. Because he told you, you killed him. Whole nine. And then the reveal. And she opened, she's like, I knew what was going to happen, but like that. Like, because she resonates with the people on the screen emotionally that I don't get. Such a different take. Right? Like, she genuinely was like, he looks so hurt by this room. Like, the level of, and she, okay, she's a great girlfriend. She's wonderful. And I'm not to say that she doesn't have the inside of things, but I certainly, as a fan of a medium, we hold our nerddom to a, such a weird douchebaggy <laughs> level of like, let me explain to you what they're feeling. Yeah. Fuck your opinion. She goes, I don't think he's freaked out that that's his dad. I think he's mad that the two other people in his life that he trusted because he's like his aunt and uncle die. So Obi-Wan and Yoda are literally two of the only people that he can trust. Barely can trust Han. Leia, well, you know. But he's like, but the two people he trusts in his life lied to him. I guess. Because Obi-Wan, he's like, you told me my father died. You told me that Vader killed him. And Jedi, when he goes back to Dagobah, where he asks Yoda, and Yoda's like, It isn't hard to explain. Mm. Um, I kind of murdered him. Yeah, right? Like, I did it. That is really fucked up. Obi-Wan is a dick. See? Now, her limbs of this, I'm like, no, that is really fucked up, though, now. Yeah. Somehow it's a better, It's it made it better that way, and I'm like... Training the kid of the guy you killed is some super villain shit. Both of them did it too. Yeah. And then Yoda, when he turns away, she's like, he's not mad that he he doesn't want to tell him. He's ashamed that he could have stopped it. And I'm like, motherfucker, that's fucking that didn't click. I've seen these movies more than I've fucking watched anything in my life. Because it's it's if it's on, I'm gonna like, oh, it's the middle of whatever. I'm gonna watch it. Star Wars. Don't care. But she has such a human lens that I apparently am just too fucking lacking I lack entirely and so we watch through five or she watches through five we finish six here and then she watches Force Awakens and she finally got it because going into five and six she's like I just don't care she's like it doesn't do it because of that time jump and she's like I barely understood four because that time jump it was so much that she has to learn new characters within this same universe, and then things aren't right. That's so different. Which show, right? See? So it was a different take. But once she got into the meat of five, that's when she was like, and then six happens and everything, and she's like, you know, crying in the end, and with Vader going, let me see my son with my own eyes, for her had a substantially different yeah. resonance because he never got to see him. And when he's like, no, I knew the good was in you, and it harkens back to Yoda going to Qui-Gon Jinn, there's something dark about this child. He is not all dark, but it's there and we need to be careful. Right? Yeah. It harkens back to that in a way where she is in relative, in recent time, has seen them, not the way I've seen four, five, and six a thousand times. I watched one, two, three, they suck. <laughs> she saw them in chronological order and has had a real time frame of understanding, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't do human well, apparently. I don't yeah. get it. And I wish she was here to, like, explain it, because I don't do well, but I, 
it was watching these movies that I love through a different lens made me appreciate them not more, but differently. That's how watching stuff with Xander is for me. Is in character context. Like, I know when a moment's coming up in Doctor Who, like, uh, the reveal who River is. Mm-hmm. And with the Who the Impossible Astronaut, like that whole chunk of that season, who these people are. I, the same way when I'm like, okay, so she's a time-traveling archaeologist who's his wife from the future past? The show is fucking stupid, PJ. <laughs> oh my god, it's just one of the kid. Oh, yeah. it wrecks my soul. But you'll never live that down. No, no, I won't. I know I will. I don't even can't. watch the show no, anymore and you'll can't. still never live no, that down. Because every time something happens with her, when she's like, why won't you just tell me? Like, she's asking me all this stuff. She's watching Force Awakens. Why are they at this junkyard? What What has happened... Is that the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> and so she now understands it in such... Because now she's getting the timeline that there is a jump of 20 years between each so like major arc. For. Right? Because yeah. so you don't look at it that way because we went four, five, six, well, one, two, and three, also, and then your brain connects them and had continuity. We can also keep track of 14 different origin stories for 12 no different Robins. Yep. And, and when all people ask, stuff. you go, well, which one? Yeah. Just like, We work that way. Yeah. 100%. There's like, Teen Titans shows coming like, out. Robin's like, going to lead it. Which yeah, one? Who's it yeah, going to be? Which one? Yeah. Which honestly looks a lot. Does not look like Dick, and I don't want him to do Dick. I really, really, really want it. I would need it to be Tim. Has to be Tim. It. It looks like Chris O'Donnell from Batman and Robin. I don't. Know, I love the costume. But everyone's saying, "Oh, that's that's Tim's costume. That's Tim costume." No, no, no that's no. Chris that, O'Donnell's yeah, Robin that's Chris, costume. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're no. back to the but, bad movie yeah, now. But I want it to be Tim. Because I like a DC where Nightwing is established. Yeah. Because, not because of our age, but it allows, if you, I think we talked about it before, a cool way to limit it, or if they did it, is if they use someone who is 14, up in the teenage years, late teens, for season one, season two. Yeah. And do a Young Justice. If they Young Justice it with the five-year jump where you you do one and two and you... We were just talking about you. Oh, hi. Yeah, hi. Um, so you do one and two, seasons one, season two of Teen Titans. Your season three, you have that... If you do Dick, you have him leave. You don't have Dick for a full year. You have no one. You have a you have the new Robin. You do That'd Tim. Gutsy. Move for a TV show. It would, but you do the kind of Slade esque thing where he's someone is impacting season three, mm-hmm. and they don't know like such and such crime happens, such and such event happens, whatever the fuck goes down, but then like crimes are being stopped by some another masked vigilante in whatever city, button. jump city for the cartoon, whatever the fuck they end up wanting to go because they have no established um lots in Young Justice. No, whatever it, the city they whatever they establish, just gonna make up but if you do, city. yeah, like just call it jump, dump, some dumb city. Like <laughs> you mean like it is some dumb? No, some dumb, some dumb city. Un- unobtainium city. <laughs> yeah, unobtainium city. But if they do it that way, your season one and two makes everyone love this character. You have him die or leave. You have an event happen. Yeah, where there, he needs to leave, that's and a then of some TV show. you give him when he comes back. He is now Nightwing. You do the mid-season break, and you do that kind of reveal of who is this other mass vigilante. So instead of it being Robin being obsessed with Slade, it's this other, this new Robin going with the Teen Titans, it being Tim, being like, 
you know, I'm trying to lead this team. I don't know what I'm doing. And you see this new Robin with a relatively established team. You can change out Starfire, um, Raven, you know, do yeah. like they do in the comic, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you have a few members of younger heroes you can bring in. You change it up, get rid of your heavy hitters that way, bring in Wonder Girl, bring in, like, Omen, you know, something like the modern ones, even Brick, if you want to put the money into CGI, whatever you want to do. They don't. They, they don't. But whatever they end up, how, how they <laughs> go about it, but you have this guy who's trying to live up to this title. Halfway through the season is when you bring, like, he's basically guiding them, Batman style, from the outside, yeah. and you find out that it is him, it does a reveal, Fans like her do their, ah, and they get all Twitter painted, and we go, that'll do, pig. Yeah. That'll do. Because we know. It's like the reveal where they're like, who is the reverse Flash on Flash? And you're like, it's fuck the guy wheelchair. The, 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 episode they, they, one, you're like, that's, that's no, reverse yeah. Flash. 100%. And everyone's like, no, it's anyone else. No, it's not. Yeah. Like, it's, you, know, you see it. They're, like, who else is it going to be? The guy in the to wheelchair. They for a year that nope. Harrison Wells wasn't. Nope. It's just like, and they, no, and they just, totally did the, uh, what was it? The uh, Superman Clark Kent robot body double shit. They did the whole like, hi Superman, hi Clark Kent. Yeah. Like they told like, we could be in the same thing. It goes, nope, time skip. And you're like, that is kind of cooler than a robot though. Like if you want to be real, yeah. it's kind of cooler than a robot. So I got a kick out of that, but it was like, we know. You know, but I think if you do something along those lines, then you have Nightwing in there as a quasi mentor. So then you could have that guest like, when is the next Nightwing episode? Because people yeah. love Dick Grayson. But you, if you go with Dick, you have to make sure that he is the most lovable fucking human being on the planet. Because if not, you're going to turn him into a Jason Todd, and crowbars and explosions will end you. Uh, it's Dick is hard to get right. Because <laughs> he's so just good. For no reason other than he's good. Like I think it's because it, he did... Like, Dick even and Barbara are my Bruce two t- favorite characters. Well, Bruce talks about it, how the trauma didn't... He didn't want Dick to become him. So that's what he tried to train him as. Like, to be a better version of him. Not him. Himself. But to be a better version. Yeah, and he is, Dick arguably... Dick never be... Batman. Never turn into Batman no. because he's, and that's, not a, well, he's not a... Dick. Yeah, he's not a dick. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's one of those... I don't need Dick Grayson to be Batman in the future. He doesn't need... It's not even a doesn't deserve the title. He was Batman. He did a fine job. But he does not deserve the title, but he's not Batman. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. An entirely yeah. different thing. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, there's Batman, and there's Nightwing. I don't see Batman, Nightwing, then the Robins. Yeah, it's Batman, Nightwing, Robins. Yeah. And then those separate. are your title. Like He's affiliated. Yeah, like, he's affiliated. The way and Flash is affiliated with Arrow. Yep, same way. Yeah, yeah. exactly that. You're like, it's not like he's not arrow and not flash they are just within the family yeah there's or even arsenal like when he's done well there is arrow it doesn't go arrow then your title becomes arsenal you have your speedy but arsenal grows from instead of being here being on par he yeah like batgirl is not a step she doesn't want to grow up to be batwoman no you know she is batgirl and that's who she is that's a different redhead altogether yeah like it's an entirely different vein plus these three have done some naughties and kane is gay with the question which honestly needs to be a show like i would pay all my dollars for a question the show yeah um like he's so good and um steal that girl from supergirl the cop Oh my fuck! Right? Wouldn't she oh! be just the best? She's Montoya. Yeah. She's just Montoya. She is, and I don't know why she's not. She they should really have just said yeah. Montoya. 
I I have love a, that that is. Want to see how we're gonna be rich and not make money? <laughs> Go back in time, change your name to Montoya. Events happen in the current season that I won't. Spo- Don't do this. I'm not spoiling to anyone, <laughs> but she could leave. In in context, go to Bloodhaven. Goes, I have to follow this lead. My insert family member here yeah. died in Bloodhaven. Becomes a question. I, I so have excited. made WB and CW. I get so excited every money. time any one of those shows mentions Bloodhaven. Blood I don't because I'm like, uh, no one's going to mention how Kimo gets dropped on it like a fucking bomb. No one? Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. But like, they don't even not talk about it. They just go, oh, no, Bloodhaven's great. Yeah, it's literally across the bridge from Gotham. It gets bombed. Although, doesn't, in in the DCEU, doesn't that make Bloodhaven Metropolis? Or is there another adjacent city bridge? across oh, the no, water? No, it's, no, what it is, the problem with the DCEU is that they built it, the entire universe is built like Springfield. Surrounded by five different states, Oklahoma, Ohio, Kansas, yeah. Delaware, and New Jersey. How, how is the biggest city, like, Superman grew up in small town Kansas, dreaming of going to the big city on the East Coast? Which they should just have said, That's a- arguably they could have just gone to Metropolis, is the island of Manhattan. And made it, it's... But that still doesn't, why would oh, no. everyone in Kansas... Oh no, Oh, they don't. They don't. But I'm saying, if you want to just fucking throw it out there and give them a reason to have the the big the big city, make it a, the, the metropolis we want. You know, like like you want you see New York as this thing, and it's not a gringy, dirty environment, yeah. and that. But it is that the Manhattan Island. We go. That's the Manhattan. Then you do like they originally did, and they're like, yeah, New Jersey is Gotham. I mean, been to Jersey? Like that joke is like the best joke ever. You're like. No, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Like, But I would be okay with that in terms of distance, not like, well, if you look to your left, you'll see Metropolis. If you look across the ocean, you'll see Star City. Isn't it in Seattle? You'll see Star City. And if you look over here, you see Bloodhaven. That's glowing green for some reason because Kimo was dropped on it. It really bothers me that one of the biggest moments in DC history that made Nightwing almost murder people during the original 52 Under the rug. I'm like, I watched a guy go, like, hey, Kimo, you ready? Glorp. The last word set out of a giant fucking booger. <laughs> Chemical <laughs> bombs an entire city. And everyone's like, that <laughs> you're like, wait, 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 wait. So the whole fucking Villains United arc was to drop a fucking living bomb? All right. But that, that was post-Villains United, right? That is that is the end of Villains United. So was there scale. Yep. Yeah, she murdered her city. Uh, of course, of course, it was her. I don't yeah. know why I didn't. Yeah, that is so perfectly dark and so perfectly comic. Of course, it's her. Yeah, right. Because like, that because I didn't understand at the time of reading it because when I got back into comics, I just bought Infinite Crisis because okay, that's when you just jump into books apparently and go. What the Watchtower's gone? Mongol is dead. Maxwell Lord's neck was broken by Wonder Woman. Who are you people? I want that to happen in Supergirl so bad. Just with Maxwell always... with Maxwell Lord showing up yeah. at all, or well, no, he shows up and then disappears. But I want his oh, neck snapped. No, they're using this guy who they should have done with done it as Maxwell Lord, but he's like the company that's going against Lena Luthor's company. 
Oh, and it, yeah, that's in the one. He should have been but Max. They should instead of that role. The second you introduce Max Lord, I want that fucker's neck snapped. Yeah, no, he deserves it though. Yeah, percent. Maxwell Lord but, does. Like, it has to happen, or because then what's no. the point? No, what you do? No, I just made. Mm, ooh, that'd be good. Light bulb. <laughs> they use that arc. The Maxwell Lord takes over Superman. Have him take over Supergirl. She goes evil Supergirl. Except Man of Steel has ruined the whole concept. I don't know. They did an evil Supergirl really well. When she no. gets the red kryptonite and she straight throws but, Cat Grant out of the building and is like, hey, But she can now, Supergirl cannot snap, snap Max Lord's neck. No, I don't, no, do I don't want her to. Man of Steel. No, no, that's why I don't want her to do it. You have Olsen do it. Don't do that to me. See, see, see? no, because he's that such is a amazing. Good... But you cannot snap someone's neck in that show, with all of the cute uh, little reference. It like, and Olsen, but but what it's what Olsen is willing to do for her. I feel Wind like would be better. I don't know if I could deal with a dark wind. I emotionally because he's not be even a comic relief. I, it's that I don't know if he went that dark, he couldn't dad. come back. But he couldn't come back from that. Exactly, his dad. But I don't want a dark wood. I don't want him to become like a toy man. But also, I, he would. I expect him to randomly just start abusing Kara at any minute because he was in this Smash show where he was an abusive. So your brain boyfriend. is okay with so it? I'm just waiting so I'm not for him the only to start. One that thinks, okay. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting for him to, to just to start snap. wailing he on her. He looks like he can play boyfriend. evil. Yeah. Really well. Or um. No, because he couldn't come back. I can't. I can't might. take Monel seriously because he plays in one of my other shows, and he's a witch, and he's an evil douchebag. And I saw him come that. onto the scene of Supergirl, no, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No, there here? are times when I'm watching shows, and it's hard. It that, like, especially with Rory, you see this bumbling fucking idiot, and then you see him as the totally calm, cool, collected, ah! rich motherfucking hunter, and you're like, "So the headcanon that we established is." That is the events of the legends happens where he goes. I lost my wife and daughter. Is if he if the doctor doesn't save Amy and River, yeah, initially when they save him at Devil's Run, it's if Amy De- that gets killed. No, exactly. And then but it's Devil's Run for her character, no, it is, and everything it's, works. It's Devil's Run, but they lose. They lose at Devil's Run, and that is my head cannon of Rip Hunter, and he yeah. goes. I'm I'm no longer this guy. Like, give he me change his name. Yeah, and all he, of that. he gives him the band. He dips and he travels through time and universes and finds one. So him telling you the story, what you see is technically our imagination or the person who he's telling. My my wife and child were killed by this powerful immortal man. What's the? He could blame it on the doctor. I mean, arguably, yeah. it's a better headcanon than most things. I love all the Doctor Who little references. The fact that oh, yeah. River Song is the original Black Canary in Arrow. Oh, no. Just it's the best thing about oh, Arrow. Spoilers. No, it never. You, she she's an actress. She, no, she, There's no spoilers. No, it's there. not. No, but she hadn't put that together. No. But no, as she a person. Because well, she likes spoiler. the head cannon. Hang she on. likes the head cannon. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, the mom is totally River Song. I feel like I knew that. Hang on. Like you saw it, and I then didn't you, know that. And you, you told see me it. That thing. Yeah, I did. Because you see I him, did. and then you're like, "Why do they?" Like same with fucking the only one I don't like. Jack Harness is too fucking adorable and can get laid way too many times to be that much of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, doesn't work. The only one like other than Arrow being it's a shit so- show that doesn't work. It's so hard to buy him as a bad guy because you're like John Norwood. Like, yeah, you're no. like, nope, he's a good guy. 
Yeah. Fights time I crime. I didn't, like... That didn't... Two and two? It didn't. See? And then yeah. when he told me about it, and I was watching Arrow, I'm like, you totally sing the gayest love song ever. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I watched you make out with, like, a fucking tentacle monster, yeah. and it was an anime. So, you're not that bad of a guy. Like, no. you just want to go and show and go, hey, your whole, hold up, just two minutes, I'm YouTube some shit. And he's like, really? That's, that's me? Really? And he's like, oh, fuck, I way fucked up. I'm going to go Legion of Doom. This is bullshit. Oh, I love that mo- moment in Legends of Tomorrow. Legion of Doom. Yeah. I don't when they like... actually show the evil Legion. Yeah. See, I'm, so- I still need to watch the second half of season two. And it's all on there. But I still need to finish season two of that. And I started Flash and Supergirl up to Earth X. Because what I decided is I'm just going to wait, let it all dump, and watch it all from there. Just, I want to mold that. Why not? I have torn through all of Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. And now I'm redoing Arrow because I'm out of stuff to watch. That's fair. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like fucking ambient to me. It's dumb. Have you seen... It's not terrible. I heard but the Ghost Rider arc is really good. I'm almost but there. I don't know because I'm like, or I'm good not watching it. Like I've watched Ghost Rider to see Ghost Rider. Yeah. Because I, Kale has a weird love. He is that. He's a character that you're just like you could hate all things Marvel. You're like, yeah, but that dude though looks badass. Like somehow, like Venom even. Yeah. You know the black costume Spider Man. You're just like, no, that's badass though. Like yeah. those things about those people for whatever reason. You're like, no, that's no. Continue. Do what you do. Because he'd never seen Ghost Rider. And then we saw him on. Oh, no, we were the to- the Lego set, mm. the Ghost Rider bike. He's like, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "That's fucking Ghost Rider." You don't know the Ghost who rides. It's also not quite it's, appropriate it's for not, Kale yet. It's not. But we watched um, the first one because it's not by any means a bad. It's no worse off than like a fucking Star Wars film or whatever. No, for a PG thirteen. And he liked the look. He's like, I don't like the guy. Because he's just a whole, oh, on the bike. He's like, I don't like the guy. He goes, but the Ghost Rider. And I'm like, right, though? Because who doesn't, what kid, in all honesty, does not want a motorcycle, a motorcycle and your head on school. fire? Yeah. Like, You're like. There is nothing it is in like, history more metal than that. There's not, it, is, it falls within the vein of anytime you see, like, what do kids like? Dogs. What else? Cops. Firefighters. Cowboys. All right. Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. Rich. You know, like, that's all, That's the combination. Like, what do kids also like? Dinosaurs. What also? Robots. Dinobots. We already had truck robots. Dinosaur fucking yeah. robots. Rich-er. You know, like, you just... You take two... We get blaze. Yeah. You're just like, you take two things, you make them a thing, and we continue to be poor and our kids want them. I'm just saying we can publish our book and no, we no, make no. the money. We're, we're still going to be too poor. But no, I just... <laughs> It blows my mind with a character like Ghost Rider. Like, I don't fucking... Fuck, it's a guy on a fucking bike, but now he's got a car. And the car's dope. And I'm just like, God damn it, that's a fucking sick fucking Ghost car. Rider and Knight Rider. I would read it. I would read the shit out that of that. That would be pretty good. Yeah, that would be... You just do Ghost Rider. Because the first issue, of course, would be time-traveling adventure. Ooh. Dark Kit. The, the evil one, right? <laughs> Remember? Feeny still. Yeah. Oh, well. Duh, PJ. Would it be anyone else? Plus, I, mean, I want to hear Mr. Feeny be like, I guess you shouldn't have jaywalked. Burr! Through somebody. 
Murderous card. Maximum overdrive, Feeney. <laughs> All my money. Take it. I would. I would fund that movie. I didn't so, know when to do that. <laughs> right? You're just like, hold on. I'll allow it in the universe. But like having a, you would have it be evil Kit, right? Wanting to be eviler, summoning his driver, right? Would summon a dark specter. It would be which one is it? Not vengeance, but. Or does he fight Malboja? Not Malboja, that's spawn. Uh, Dormammu. Or as yeah. Kevin Smith calls him, Dormammu. <laughs> and so, which I'm like, no, Kevin, it's Dormammu. And even Mark was like, no. He goes, but I've always called it that. And yeah. Mark's like, but you're wrong. Eh. <laughs> like, where do you get Dormammu? I, I don't know, but it, I always pronounce it Mixelplick. And that's not remotely... It's, it's like McMixelplick. Because no. his name backwards is Kip, Kipsism. But Mixelplick isn't... Isn't his even, name. You nope, can't pull that from those letters... Nope. In my mind, he's yeah, Mixel Plick. Yeah. I, I know his name backwards better than forwards, because Kip Kip sees him. Yeah. Because he has to get him to say it a thousand times, and it's Gilbert Gottfried every time. <laughs> like, there was no way around it. <laughs> but I think if they did, Ghost Rider, Evil Knight Rider Kit, wants more power, finds Dormammu, just to go with Kevin's terrible naming of him, or pronunciation of a name, and then gets him as a writer... They become this mystical evil Kit. Knight Rider can't stop him. This, of course, would summon Ghost Rider as Kit and um, Hasselhoff. Has to be Hasselhoff. Yeah. No other person. Give me Hasselhoff. Or you just do that. The son someone... of Hasselhoff? Son of Hasselhoff sounds like an amazing I want to read the shit out of that. Or fucking watch it, son yeah. of Hasselhoff. But you have someone bind Knight because the, the car yeah. yeah because of what he does it binds the rider to the car the ghost rider way yeah. it is that setup because it's allowing for continuity for our stupid story <laughs> and then because of that ghost rider shows up as it's a kid it's his new car never knew his dad you set up the shittiness his dad is the Hoth why not yeah you know but really the son of Hoth and he kit junkyarded of course lost to time finds the kid knows evil kids out there and right as he's about to die, Ghost Rider! Right across and saves his life. Plows through wall, does the whole brr off a cliff, and we know he's not gone, but then you get like a six issue arc of Ghost Rider and Knight Rider together. Awesome. Not trademarked PJ and Chris. Because yeah, we can't trademark it. But I want to trademark people's it. Stuff. We're going to trademark it, yeah. Apparently you can do it now. If you got Disney money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no one has Disney money. No one. Shit. Bots apparently didn't because they got some, they got bought. No, Did well, you see no, it wasn't. how much? $54.6 billion. Which is crazy because they bought Marvel for four. Which, I, right though, and Marvel has made all of the monies yeah. in all of those movies already. What they're really doing is buying the back catalog. Yeah, which is smart. Which yeah. is the smart... It was smart for Fox because not that they didn't know what to do with it, but if you don't have the staff who cares, if that's not the direction of your company, I under... It's weird. I understand the business end of it as an adult me, but nerd me is like, no, every crossover ever, I don't care. All of it. Do <laughs> it. First of all, I'm happy to not have to give Rupert Murdoch more money. Because mm-hmm. that, that's definitely yeah, yeah, a bonus. The, my, Mark Bernard pointed this out, though. And he points out a lot of, like, gets past our fandom and into realness. He goes, there's only one real problem with this merger. Is Disney is not in the business of spending money where it can't make money. 
So a lot of people are going to lose a lot of jobs. He goes, on the plus, it's not going to be the blue-collar workers, not the directors, not the writers, not the, you know, the sound guys, not, you know, the ADs. It's the execs. You don't need 15 people in a room doing the same job between these two companies. Although I think they're keeping Fox up and running. Yeah, no, but they were saying the, like, distribution-wise, the problem is they go, we have our own trucks. We have our own crews who do this. So they're going to lose that section of blue-collar workers unless they get folded into the larger family. Yeah. But he's like, but there is a real prob- probability of that. But he goes, the people who are going to lose their jobs are going to be the executives. But the chance that these blue-collar workers can lose their jobs yeah. is real. But if they don't have the distribution in that area, it was also going to happen because Fox yeah. was looking to sell. Yeah, it was going to happen either way. You right. know, so you can't get mad at Disney for it. But did you see the fucking Simpsons predicted it? They predict everything I mean, because they're 25 real. Years. Like you predict, I don't even know if it's a predict- I think the writing staff is smart. The show isn't always good, but their staff, like Futurama, was made up of old mathematicians. <laughs> you know, guys with PhDs who thought yeah. shit was funny wrote it. If you want to go on the laws of averages, like you were saying, like twenty five years, the show's going to be right sometime. Yeah, right. It's it's it, Star Trek, it, but it's satire in a way that you you realize that they were making if we the Carl Sagan if we continue down this path this is what we'll become and um and so they they so you get the Donald Trump running for presidency you get the which means on the plus we get Lisa Simpson in the office next apparently or if if your her name's like Yarly Merman Whatever, whoever plays Lisa, if she runs for president, I'm voting for her because I want continuity of Simpsons. I want Simpsons continuity to be real. But they they did a thing with like Fox, and it was like 20th Century Fox, a Walt Disney company. Yeah, not just bound to happen. These men are geniuses who write this show. They are literally PhDs in these fields of laws of averages for a living yeah. and write comedy for you, fun. You write 25 years of continuous jokes. You're going to get some stuff wrong. Hell, well, the one that did it was uh, oh, right. the cable guy yeah. with uh, Jim Carrey. He goes, you can play Mortal Kombat with your friends in Taiwan. You can watch TV from your phone. Fo- like, he literally predicted yeah. the 15 years of the future. And he goes, we will be consumed by this. Ben Stiller was fucking movie. right. It is a great movie, though. Yeah. Like, rewatching it now, you're like, holy fuck. Ben Stiller predicted today. Like, yeah. but so did Carl Sagan in 1984. And when he and when he did Cosmos beforehand, yeah. the, um, what's the one? Co- not, not the Cosmos book, but he did um, the, A Demon Haunted World. At the end of Demon Haunted World, he goes, this is my prediction of, you know, if we continue down this. He goes, the number one rated show on television right now is Beavis and Butthead. At the end of Beavis the day... Beavis and Butthead kicked ass. I don't give a shit see, what Carl Sagan said. And this is where it's weird, where I sit there and I go, alright, you're not wrong, but fuck you, Carl Sagan. <laughs> yeah. He was right. At the end of it, he goes, we will be consumed by these things, and we will admire the lowest common denominator and shun... The intellectual. However, I'm not totally if you sure look, that hasn't always been true. Right, though, you're like, you mean the thing, especially in like 92, 93. Like, we've always. But now, seen though, you don't see. You see that. But now, what we saw as, for us, was our subculture of nerddom. 
is the culture. It is not an abnormality within the yeah, greater core. Really the things we love, the things that make the most money, are a guy who shoots lasers out of his hands, another out of his eyes, makes a couple of bucks, a chick with a lasso, and two guys with fucking moms named Martha. <laughs> you know, we get excited for a guy named Deadpool... Who murders people? Yeah. It goes, where's Francis? And no one knows who Francis is because they only know him by his name. And they're like, oh, he just wanted to murder people. No. Like, but then you get movies like Arrival. And that's really fucking good. I still haven't seen that one. Really? Oh, I don't. You need to. It's on Hulu. Seems kind of just. Nope, it's good. It's actually really good. It's, <laughs> Kevin Smith calls it a smart people movie. And you're like, it's not, but it's. Is this, it's a smart movie for dumb people? Mm. It's a movie within the vein of, uh, what, wow, his name totally, Philip K. Dick style science fiction, where you get your sci-fi, yeah, there's aliens, you see the, it is a movie, it's such a dick move though, like, with what waking we, someone up, well, we, such, well, what we you. like in science fiction, we yeah. like the story with these elements, like, is this humanity's great turn? You know, like, are we... That's This movie's about language. It's about communication. It's about how this other species communicates. They don't think linearly. So you can, And I can't ruin it for you when you watch it. It's on Hulu. I strongly recommend it. They don't... I'm watch it now. But they don't it. think... Because they base... The way our perception of time is, is on the way we read. Is it, is, so we go left to right, right to left, depending on, you know, the culture up to down. But it is all a direction. It's not at an angle. It's not circular. It's that's an interesting idea. That that right there, and when so as Kevin's trying to explain it to that degree, and I'm like, because it was a movie I wanted to see, but I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? He goes, and then when you get to the end of the movie, you don't get it because you have you get it, but he's like, I had to rewatch it twice to get it of what they were saying about language because it's about a linguist trying to communicate with these aliens who basically use ink splotch. They use the inkblot test extensively to communicate how why and she goes she breaks it down really not like <laughs> it's real communication skills that she has to use that make like make a linguist fucking hot shit they they contact how you're like the astrophysicist um that what's her fuck plays in contact oh uh, why is her name gone her Jody name's there foster jody foster yeah then we were like, fuck, astro- being an astrophysicist would be kind of a cool gig, right? Like, just seeing her take on it, it does I that. rewatch Contact. It's not be bad. so badass. It's, it's, it's really good, except the whole, when she does the whole, like, uh, Neil Tyson's whole, like, when she goes, if a million of those, if a million of those, he goes, that would be one. And he's like, she has a PhD in physics. She would know. that." And he goes, right, and yeah, not- that's a line. But, and he goes, it's a line in a movie, it's a throwaway line, but if that's supposed to be one of Carl Sagan's memorable moments they modified it from the book yeah. and he goes they should have just kept it correct because doing it wrong or doing it right didn't have the actual impact but I'm like you're, you're pulling a straw Tyson you're pulling no. a straw like that's kind for of for someone thing. who's so loose with facts he needs to shut <laughs> the fuck like that one I was like nah. I'm about tired of him like that like that bug number it's like I get what I get what he's saying like if you're gonna use if you're gonna use math in the context of, like, to be fair in the context of the movie Carl Sagan says it in the book correctly. 
why would you need to say it incorrectly? Because then it would just mean one, and Earth is the one planet with life. Like, when she gets down to the millions, if only a million, if only a million, it's, it's, for the Drake equation, it would make it one. If you know base, basic math, you don't even need to know advanced anything. You're like, my phone says that's one. Like It's so minor that no one but him notices. So you like, can't even... I don't know, because there are times when I'll watch a movie and I do that, but I, do, I, I try to keep it to myself, just in the sense of like, but that's not how that works. And then it ruins it for me. It genuinely yeah. does. I'll be like, nope, not how it works. And now I'm... Like, the, the, the fantasy of the movie is hard for me to maintain that I'm in this movie when moments happen where I'm like, it could have been explained with fact. Why did you have to... Yeah. Like, just say diamond carbon resin. You have literally made unobtainium. You're welcome. Just use a diamond-laced carbon fiber build using a 3D printer to build your craft. Therefore, the more pressure surrounds it, the more dense it becomes because diamonds and carbon fiber. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm still poor. They made the movie The Core. I love that movie. It's a terrible movie, but I love it. But if they do shit like that, and they always yeah. use an unobtainium thing, or the majigger, whatever the majigger is, and you're like, you don't need a majigger, just make a better movie. That's yeah. like my favorite Mark Bernard line, don't need a majigger, just make a better movie. That is pretty good advice. I just, I don't know, there's something, I'm totally lost now. There was something I had to Something say. about when they do that shit in movies? Yeah, I just, I don't know, I get pulled out really easily over dumb shit. And it's just driving me crazy lately because I'll be watching something and mm-hmm. I'll say something to Caitlin. Like, why the fuck didn't they just, like, you know, call someone? And then I'll just and you, tangent uh, off you, on that You story. unraveled the entire film. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you start building your own story that actually That's makes better, sense. And then you stop watching the movie I meant completely. to tell you, and I think I sent it to you. I might have. The newest episode of Hollywood Babylon, Kevin and Mark do... Or not Hollywood Babylon, uh, Batman on Batman. They do it for Star Wars. They yeah. decide to do a cool little thing where they each wrote a scene they think would not that they think would be in the movie, but what should be in the movie. Yeah. Kevin, of course, is Kevin with his. Marks will make you cry. I mean, that's Mark. <laughs> Marks won't just make you cry. It will make you love Star Wars, and I mean that. In the you're like, why is this man not writing everything? Yeah. Because he, it, it's a script where Luke is played. There it goes. Sorry about that. <laughs> I got a phone call I had to ignore. God. Um, but Ray is played by a girl in the audience who has a British, who's British, so it totally works. She has a good British accent. And the it, I was driving home and I got goosebumps and I teared up, dude. I'm just like, fuck. If this isn't in the movie, like it was so it like it's yeah. him. Walking into the Millennium Falcon, it's it's right after the like the base train, like they're doing that, like oh please train me, blah blah blah. That first night back, right? Luke goes into the Millennium Falcon and he's like, and Mark is doing the uh, uh, the narrator, like de- describing the scene. Luke walking in, uh, almost bumping his head on on the entrance, you know, remembering it being larger than it mm-hmm. it really is now, you know. And he's like, and he looks across, and he, and it plays faintly in his head, let the Wookiee win, and he chuckles to himself. Like, he paints this gorgeous story, and it's Kevin as Luke going, every time I get in this ship, I lose someone. The first time I got in this ship, 
I lost my aunt and uncle. The second time I got on this ship, I lost my master, Obi-Wan. And he's like, the third time I lost my life, like the all, you know, New Hope and Empire. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, fourth time I lose my hand. Like, it, Mark builds this thing and he goes, I don't want to lose anything else. And he turns around and looks at Ray. And it fucking wrecks your soul. And you're just like, can Mark just write life? Like, yeah. Mark write life and have Morgan Freeman narrate it? You would sounds pretty perfect. It would be the most exquisite storytelling, and just listen, just that, that scene. I'm like, no, I'm, if that they could just film that scene and just do it as a special feature to for Mark, I'd be happy. This is just for you. Like, this is Mark Menard. The show's dope, and Kevin's <laughs> like dick and fart jokes. Like he totally goes, look, I went funny. He goes, yours was with Ernest, and like everyone in the audience, you felt like this. Fuck! You took it too far, like, man. But not even, you're just like, he's like, I need this in the movie, though. Like, this is not going to be Star Wars without this in the movie. But it was the most... He fries dogged everyone. Yeah, he did. He totally did. You're like, really? You're, you're going to do this to us right now? You're, really? Okay, go fuck yourself. You see more Fresh to everybody. Yeah. But they do. But that's what he does with it. And Kevin's like, I don't want to do mine anymore. He's like, mine's to confort jokes. Because you find out, his was good, though. You find out who uh, Grand Supreme Poobah Snoke is, and it's Dax on Hoth. He's like, he's like, you left me for dead, Luke. He goes, what do you mean? You got squished. I was napping. They had to pick my ass up. And he does this whole where you're like, that's actually a really cool idea, Kevin. Like, it wasn't a bad he's idea, but he Kevin totally did. clear. He's actually dead. We watched exactly. it like last night. Yeah, it's... we watched it. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, but he just falls. He lists to the left. He evaded the assault. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he just lists to the left, and and he does. And we're just like, that's. I'm like, so and I, and I just watched it, so that ne- I'm listening to it the next yeah. day, and I'm like, holy fuck, what if Emperor Snoke is Dax? Like, it could be real. He's all fucked up, Luke. Yeah, he got stepped on. See, and I'm like, I mean, Mark, you made me cry. I'd buy Kevin's though. Like, it that shit happens. But yeah, no, I was I was enjoying. That one, you should check that one out. I know you're kind of towards Kevin's cast, and um, no, just more more Ralph than anything. Well, no, I do have a bit of a problem with Ralph, but I just I lost my podcast app uh, app off my phone. Mm -hmm. It was a shitty phone, and then I just got out of the habit of listening to podcasts. You should you should get back on Fat Man with Kevin Market. Really, is like one of their better. I've been checking out their reviews, Mm -hmm. like going back. I watched Iron Fist and then went back. Mm -hmm. That that kind of thing, but. The only thing I'm listening to is like film junk, and that's a weird Check film out podcast I've been listening Wizard to. Wizard and like the Barb. You, one of the wizard, the guy who's the wizard, has a really annoying voice. Um, <laughs> that's a selling point. But it's a it's a voice that you get. I don't want to say used to, but like accustomed to. accustomed to it. You start to tolerate it. But they do like. A nerd podcast, like ours is a nerd podcast, but it is literally us shooting the shit about yeah. things we like. They do, I hate when people go, I did research on it, and they kind of make the joke on it, but they literally do research. People wanted Metroid, so they research the history of the Metroid series, the char- the guys who made it, and they do this Coca-Cola crossover, as they call it, where you <laughs> find out that individuals on certain teams did certain things, like Saibon, you know, Power Rangers Saibon. Yeah. He made everything of our childhood, you know that? Mm-hmm. Do you know how? Guy from India, right? Or um, from Pakistan, okay? He, because of the war in 83, came over as an immigrant. Literally, a, a, a 
a world-changing event gave us Power Rangers. This guy did all of the intro music for all of our late 80s, early 90s cartoons. He was in a band that did all those. They found, and tell me, this is like fucking George Lucas level fucking, like, I don't care about the movie, give me the fucking rights to the merch, right? They did all their stuff pro bono. The only money they wanted was ad revenue with it. So every time it's played, they make their money, okay? So if the show's a hit, 100 times, then goes into syndication? 20 years? Boom! Power Rangers still. He makes money off of it, off a theme. Not even just owning the show, right? So he's got the thing going on, making his money that way off cartoons. Goes to Japan to meet a business partner because his business that he was trying to run fails. Goes to Japan, meet a biz- meets a business partner and friend. He sees this Power Ranger-esque show, the the, the, Gai- the Geiso Ranger, whatever they call yeah. it. And you find out that he's like, there's nothing like this in America. I could pitch this. He hits up a his other another business partner in Texas, Chinese guy, rancher in Texas, convinces his family to sell the ranch to go in distribution. That's a like, sentence that makes sense. Because he already had the means of getting the, the stuff out there due to his trucks. Oh, okay. Weird, but here we go. Pitch it to everywhere. Pitch it to Fox. We'll do the theme. You don't got to worry about any of the music. We'll do it. You only need 15 minutes of a show. The other eight minutes of this show, cut. 23 versions of Power Rangers later. And I was like, that's insane. Like, And it's a great podcast to find this weird fucking trivia out like you'll find out that power rangers were actually predicated on geishas and different styles of ancient chinese and japanese forms of storytelling where when they pose isn't them looking obnoxious in any anime you're just like why is that a a trope it's not a trope it's how they when they do a stance that is that individual stance within their culture based on old stage plays where it's like, you know Macbeth holding the skull. That is that, that pose. It is, they call out the characters. They go, Macbeth! Like the fans would cheer that character in that pose. Wrestling. Yeah. It's a wrestling pose. When Triple H drinks the water and does the greatest, and you're like, God, I'm so gay Never for you. spitting water. Looks so <laughs> awesome. when he does right? it. Like, I'm gay for Triple H. It's he literally what it is. just spits on himself. And the That's audience, it. but it it's is. just like, and it's the coolest so, thing you've ever seen, right? Yeah. It's not that. even like Vampiro, like, or Gangrel, Gang- like, blood, blood or anything. That. No, it's, it's just, just water. Here's right? this water but, bottle that I'm not even going to hide. Motorhead playing in the background telling you to play the game. Yeah. The whole, the thing, that's it. That whole spiel is an actual, th- and I'm just like, I just thought this was a fucking, they were like, we could make a bazillion dollars off a bunch of fucking cartoon-ass characters. Yeah. Because well, robot dinosaurs, bitch. I j- no, there's this huge mythos behind it and then like he goes and funds other things so it's like how part of nintendo got done so that's how you get metroid and like it was some of his money that does things like all secret history type thing. yeah it's it's worth checking out wizard in the yeah. bar really fucking good I, I i got a kick out of it yeah i'll definitely have to do that i uh oh it's gone again having a rough week so i'm all oh. over the place oh with your the thoughts yeah, yeah brain well, does that no, um... Get new podcasts. That's what you need. More podcasts. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the greatest was, thing in the world. Yeah. There was something I was just watching, and I was like, oh, shit, I've got to talk to Chris about this. 
I don't know what movie the TV was. show. It's got to be a TV show because I barely watch movies anymore. Mm. Was it on Netflix, Hulu. Have you watched Future Man yet on Hulu? Because you have my Hulu, right? I have your Hulu that I can use for like the first three weeks before I run out of data. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. I've sucks. only got six gigs and uh, I run 90 a month through my phone. Fair. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. It's, they hate yeah. me. Yeah. It's like when they're like only one or two percent of users will experience slowdowns. It's like, You're that user. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. You, d- you should check out Future Man. I mean, yeah. you can. Just even like the pilot, it is the it is a trope of all oh, quasi shows. Everything's yeah. it's good. What the fuck? It, like I know. I mean, it had to be something comic book related because mm-hmm. what the fuck else do I watch? Something on Arrow, Flash. Arrow just pissed me off because Arrow's not good. Um, oh, Legends tomorrow. I can't believe I give a shit about White Canary. Who fucking cares about this character who's never existed before on any level yeah. other than two shows because she sucked on one because you're not Black Canary. She was garbage on Arrow. Yep. yep. Oh, that's what it was. Arrow now is like watching a weird prequel to Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, because now that you know the because context the of those characters. the same exact episode where Ray Palmer shows up for the first time mm-hmm. is the one where Sarah gets murdered. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And you're like... I didn't care when this happened the first time. I care now. No, right? Yeah, because like because she turns into like it the fucking, actual it black Doctor Who. You didn't it? Yeah, it Doctor Who. You son of a bitch. That fucking show. Arrow's not good. Arrow makes things good. Now, is it good because objectively Arrow is so bad they're good, or that they are good and Arrow just continues to be bad? <laughs> they just, Arrow just, just yeah, continues to be bad. bad. But there's this like reverse goodness <laughs> that gets brought right. to Arrow because you're like, oh, it's you know, I want to watch it. Only because I want to see Mr. Terrific. Truly one of my... And I'll be real, as a That's black guy... so bad. But as I'm a so black guy, genuinely, it is hard to find a, a superhero that's like... I get it. I have seen every tale of every white guy or white kid have a bad fucking day. Cry me a goddamn river. And, and not even just them being white. I don't care about the color. But in terms of real relatability... I don't got your white problems. I don't live in suburbia. <laughs> totally different set of problems. You know, I just... Even I'm tired of like, white guys. But stories. then, like, I like the way they were doing Mr. Terrific in a short run and Static Shock in the short run where Mark ends up picking him up at the end. He does the last issues going into the next arc and then they canceled them yeah. in the 52 where I can relate to it in, like, Mr. Terrific is dealing with the fact that he is alienated by some people because he is an atheist who's, you know, like on an individual version. I despise But as a person, but as a person who is an atheist, it was nice to see a black atheist because all you ever see is Tyler Perry God cock-sucking people (laughs) where they're like, black people love God. (laughs) We love Jesus all over our face, neck, and chest. And it's so depressing because I feel that is a terrible example to set. When you're like, nope, life's hard, but why Jesus will save you is the most <laughs> fuck you that I could ever see. Like, you want institutionalized it, it fucking slavery. Purpose. When it um, was. Yeah. And it was. That's the thing. Don't glorify it. No. And so I liked the thing that drew me to Mr. Terrific as a character was that it was finally. 
a black god. Whether he's atheist or not, but he lives in a world of gods. Yes. You know, you're like... His atheism never, ever, ever comes up unless he's fucking wrong. Right? They go, nope, you're wrong because gods... in a world where heaven and hell are places. But... Don't worship you don't Yahweh worship. or whatever he the could, fuck you want yeah, to call but him. But as an existing manifestation of a Motherfucker, you stood next to Wonder Woman. Shut up about your atheism. Right. That's like, where it doesn't work. A comic book correct. atheist doesn't work. No. But on a moral thing, needing them to be better. It might work in Marvel. Yeah, Marvel does good. not work. DC. No, Hercules exists in Marvel. Oh, he does. So, no, it doesn't It doesn't work when gods exist. It doesn't exist. You're just a jackass yeah, wrong. You're like the guy in the mythology who's like, nope, half of this doesn't happen. That's what it sounds like. You know, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, that wasn't the apocalypse or anything like that. But they always go, hey, Mr. Terrific, third smartest guy in the world. Yeah. And you're like, no. I'm like, an atheist. Um, I but just all he, would, he could bat- Ares' neck. I don't want to say he can Batman it, but the, even the way Batman is, where the the idea, and then, again, this bothers me the way it bothers you. When they do it with Batman, he's like, they're gods, but they're not gods in the sense that we are mortal, they are god. That yeah. they are deities, they are beings who exist in our universe, but I will not praise them. Is the only comic book atheism you can have. Yeah. Is the, they are beings of immense power, or but just, they are, I do not praise these, I do not see them as controlling my destiny. Or just bring it up at any point other than when you're, you're wrong. blatantly you're wrong. wrong. Where it's like, nope, gods aren't real, and you're like, well, whatever you want to call it, Zeus literally just fucking powerbombed Ares through Mount Olympus. Watched it. It was pretty metal. <laughs> Zeus and the Spectre are fighting, but I'm an atheist, right? Yeah, you you. you watch the Spectre. Just go away. Go sugar against Necron and go harbinger of death, vengeance of God. Probably not though. Yeah. Like, no. I don't, even if he was just like, I understand. He's just pull the Bruce and be like, I get that these are beings of immense power, but I am not one to worship them. Yeah. That line alone. Solves your comic book continuity problem and mythology with it. Gods aren't worthy of worshipping. Done. It, done. But it's just like, that's no, it. Nope. They have to be like, nope. But as someone who is an atheist, it is nice to have yeah. that. But I also like he... But you can also exist in a world where Constantine exists. This, right, though. Which, again, that would be a great crossover. Like, Mr. Terrific and Constantine. The man who's absolutely of the science and interdimensionality. And the guy of magic. And don't give that's him a right or wrong. so different. See? That's, those two would be a fast or terrible combination. Nope, you do it as like a quasi, not buddy comedy, lethal weapon, old school style. You those give are a, all coming to Netflix, by the way. Oh, Lethal Weapons? Yeah. Fuck yes. God, I love those. Have you watched the show? I've it's heard great things. It's really good. It's not just good. Season one. Lethal Weapon the show is better than Lethal Weapon the movies, okay? It's not easy to admit. I, I cannot accept this. I, dude, I'm telling you. Although not having to watch Mel Gibson might make it better. No, what make... It's the TV show argument. Yeah. The reason why DC does better on TV than movies is you get 23 episodes to tell a story. Yeah. You only get four movies to tell a story with Lethal Weapon. Only problem is, He's no one says, I, but, uh, there, there's a guy from uh, Kids in the Hall, is the quasi-Joe Pesci character. <laughs> he shows up, he's a lawyer though. That's enough for me to watch. He's Just good, he's good too. The guy from Kids in the Hall, yeah. it's like, sold. Yeah, no, you'll see him and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. But it's worth it. Like, you get, you'll watch those first two episodes, you're like, fuck, I'm watching Lethal Weapon. It is Lethal Fucking Weapon. A hundred percent. And like, it's good. But it's good in a way where, at first, I was ashamed. I'm like, I mean, I watch it, but, you know. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, it is better than the movies. 
It just is. They make the joke of like, how do two guys go through so much ammunition, have so many police reports, and still have a fucking job? And they're like, good at it? Because they are? Patrick online has been trying to get me to watch that for years, and it's just, I haven't just made the jump. Just check it out. There's so many things. It's just like, I could watch that, but no. What's up? The Mr. Terrific. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... The actual Mr. Terrific, not the one in the arrow, is he gay? No, his wife dies, and that's kind of what actually... And he He's beca- Ray Palmer. They actually totally stole Ray Palmer. Cause he, they stole Mr. Terrific and just slapped it on Ray yeah, Palmer. Yeah, because Mr. Terrific, his wife dies, and it was... And the, son? She was, no, it was just his wife, because they don't cyborg it with the cyborg dying, but his wife dies in a car accident... When they were on their way the to a show, thing, I don't think they because you're claiming you're you're saying that he's atheist. I don't think they bring that up in the show. Yeah, no, he's like in it's like raging in the comic. Like for a, there was a period of time yeah. in the comics think, in the early two thousands, they were like he's an atheist, but somehow it's wrong because there are God. Literally, the end of the world's happening. Then I wouldn't yeah. watch her. Like, Mr. No. Well, I don't care if he's gay. I don't no, it's not that, like... It's just not him. It's I don't a, think my Mr. Terrific is hair, a guy The team who, does not work in it. It doesn't work in the transition. What I love is the new 52 version with Fair Play tattooed down his arms. Yeah. And the mask is a... That's where he gets his ability to be, like, self-EMP'd technology is the nanite mask. Makes sense. I'm just like, all right. And the way Mark was going to take him was a Silver Surfer-esque journey. Make him go cosmic, more or less. Yeah. Do it. It looked great. And they were like, nope, canceled. (laughs) But it was a good premise. But yeah, no, he was a cool character. But other than Green Lantern, for the longest time with Jon Stewart, I had nobody. Like, Black Panther wasn't being written at the time by Marvel. And I'm like, I don't want the Black Panther being the only guy. He's like, but he's in Africa, so it's, it's okay. Like, there wasn't anyone. I had Jon Stewart in an animated show. Yeah. Done by the great and amazing Phil Lamar. And Mr. Terrific, who I did, I only learned through the, the same Justice League show. And they had no comic with him. He was just like a tie-in occasionally. And he shows yeah. up in, in The Infinite Crisis. And he's like, yeah, gods are dumb. And they're like... We're in a church. The demon's head is on fire because he's in it. We just watched the specter murder twenty people. Yeah. Okay. Like really? And he's like, I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, don't be a fucking tool. Those are the two. That's, that's my experiences with the guy for many years. Yeah. But it was like it was nice to be like at least there's someone yeah. you know who's a black guy who isn't no. fucking oh lordy. God. Maybe. Okay. Um. It drives me fucking nuts. But on that wonderful note of another episode of the hijacking uh, for yeah. our geeky crap. Uh, I don't think we introduced We didn't introduce ourselves. Show. At this point, if you don't know who the fuck it is, go back, listen to the old episodes. Yeah. You'll learn what this shit's about. Tie See in. how we go in and do that thing? We did the thing to go make you listen to old shit. All right. <laughs> so for geeking, geeky crap geeky is crap, we're going. Yeah. Geeky crap. I'm Chris. I'm PJ. And you guys have a good day.